friend in me. You got a friend in me. Mrs. Wook here from the Hot Flush Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Mrs. Berry. How are you, Mrs. Berry? I am very well, Mrs. Wook. And you've joined us for the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal and everybody else. And we've just had some very exciting... We've changed the goals in how social media has worked. What have we done, Kim? We just did a lovely little live feed discussion for our facebook followers for our facebook followers on our facebook page for the hot flush so if you haven't joined us there go and do that once this once this is finished or you can press pause and do it it's really completely up to you um but we discovered and look this it may have been something that's been available for some time everyone's been doing it forever (laughs) you can be like spotify Oh, yeah, I'm on Spotify. I don't even know what it means. Oh, God. Um, we could add people to our live discussion. So little images of them would pop up and they could just... And we met three, And everyone could see them. and Three beautiful followers from all around Australia. And, oh, my God, it was such a treat. We are doing that every every time we podcast now because that was delightful. It was delightful. And we're, try- and we're just in the process of uploading that live... Um, chat live chat to the hot flush facebook page but i am actually fretting because it doesn't seem to be doing anything but mrs woog assures me that it just takes its goddamn time time. and i'd also like to make special mention to a new member of the hot flush my stepmother known as the wicked stepmother joined the hot flush (laughs) today so shout out to my wicked stepmother shout out that she's pretty cool yeah I gathered that. <laughs> okay, so this is episode nine, nine season two. Season two. Are we a bit like the Handmaid's Tale? How many seasons do you reckon we've got in us? Oh, I'm well, domination. Do- I'm doing this until my last dying breath. Until they, until they peel that chico roll from your cold dead hands. <laughs> God, a chico roll. We've been talking food um, just before we got on, so we're a bit starving. And, yeah. and we've got a new snack we're bringing back. What is it, Kim? It's a Vita Wheat with Vegemite and cheese. And if you have it on hand, a good fruit chutney. Yes. Because my Auntie Penny I had lunch with yesterday, and from her handbag she did find a jar of her world-famous uh, rhubarb and date chutney, which I first got, I'm like, yeah, salivating. <laughs> I first got introduced to this chutney um, at my wedding when she brought it up, and then ever since, every time I see her, she gives me some, and I, do I hide it? I let him <laughs> have a try of it. I did, and I can make that jar last me a long time. And what I love is that um, Mrs. Woog is going to work out her entire din- dinner menu this week around the how she can incorporate chutney. the chutney. And I reckon that's that's roast fine. beef. Yeah, oh. roast beef. I adore rhubarb, like in oh. any way, shape, or form, and that was magnificent. It was. Mm. It's really you're very, very lucky to have had any oh, at all. Oh, okay, we're going to focus as we do. We're going to split our podcast into two sections. The first one we're going to have a serious talk about. Not serious. I mean, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit tedious. <laughs> that sounds dull. We're going to have a talk about an issue that we think is happening for our women. 40 and above, 
And last week we talked about um, parenting teenage boys, and that was just terrific. <laughs> terrific, <laughs> horrific, all the fix. Um, and today we're going to talk about something um, we've both noticed in the air at the moment. There's a level of sadness and despair for women over the age of 40. A mm. lot of helplessness, a lot of, I can't do this. And we mm. thought we'd just sort of talk about that for a few minutes. Actually, one of our girls who we just had on our live chat said, you know, how much she appreciates us talking about these things because she thought for the last two and a half years she's going mad. Kim? Yes. So I read something a few weeks back, and in fact, I think we talked about it on an earlier episode, that was talking about women women having midlife crises and that we have it later than men because um, we actually just have so much more coping facility that we and we can multitask <laughs> multitask but that we reach a point where we just go holy shit i'm tired mm. where am i at because you're running off adrenaline the whole time and then at some point that yeah. adrenaline just stops and we're in, we're in a we're in a land at the moment where we have aging parents we have teenage kids bodies falling apart bodies, fall, body, bodies falling apart trying to find time in the day to pluck and <laughs> You know, work and work, being a mother, being a mother, being a sometimes being friend. a partner, and I think we all, you know, it's like that that and that um, analogy or that no, it's not an analogy, it's whatever it is, where they talk about how life is one drop of water going into the cup, and eventually that cup fills and then it overflows. And I just have a feeling that women in from their forties on just really hit that zone and on top of that we start going through this massive hormonal change and there's you there's got to be a tipping point and I can look at my life I had a really I've had a really bad couple of weeks of just peaks and troughs but I completely beginning of this week the sense of hopelessness and the sense of stress my stress level and a sense of just Oh my God, I'm 45. I have $300 in the bank. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I going to do? And I ended up sobbing on Rob's bed on Wednesday night. And then <laughs> he, and then once I sort of, you know, after Relief. a while. No, no, yeah, that's called releasing stress. Yeah, yeah. And he said, it's okay, what would you like? He said, what would you like to do for dinner? And I, and I said, I really just want beer and pizza. He just went, even at your lowest ebb, you are the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> but um, I think I've had a couple of big cries over the last few weeks. And through all of them, I've been having my cognitive behavior therapy in my head. Yep. Of like every other aspect of my life is wonderful. I have strong women, funny, smart, you know, who who are my friends and I just adore I've got wonderful family. I've got an awesome boyfriend. The, there's only one aspect of my life that is not firing on all cylinders at the moment. And so... So let's put all our emotions and energy into that negative space. No wonder you're crying. Yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> but I think that's what... I think that's something that we do because we don't worry about the things that are ticking along but we fester on the thing that isn't. Mm. And it's really difficult. Like I, like I medicated and I still had that, I was still like that for the last few weeks and it still hasn't 
fully resolved, but I've come back out of that trough. And I think one of the things we all need to be really conscious of is how long that trough lasts. This is what I wanted to get to, and I have written down on my notes, a doona day is okay. Yes, one. A, one. One doona day is okay. Yep. If it turns into four or five or a week, yep. you need to get yourself to your GP. Right? Yeah. And as I said, Kim and I are only coming at this topic from people from the experience level, not from a clinical or no. medical level. No. Um, and I have been known to let my doona days drag on for far too long. Yes. But so now I have, oh, I'm feeling shit. I need to fill my day up with yep. ridiculous television and toast and not speak to anyone yeah and i can have that one day i don't try to have them very often yeah um but there was and also i want to reference an article today i read by i uh, read by a lady called tanya hennessy who's quite a funny lady um about overthinking and this is where i think a lot of us fall into the trap of overthinking things. Ah, uh, yeah. And the <laughs> other problem with that, in the modern society, we make so many decisions a day because we've got so many choices available to us yes, now. Yes, yes. Is that, we, what if we picked the wrong thing? Or what yeah. if we choose the wrong option? Yeah. Or what if I should have done this? Or I said that. And, you know, we're overthinking things. And my friend, Mrs. Goodman, who is one of the wisest women in the world, yes. her mantra is, it is what it is. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Let it go. Yes. Stop overthinking. And my friend Bromwyn has, her mum always gave her a line when um, she was sort of younger and, w and would angst and worry over things. She said, why waste good worry? Mm. And it's... And even you know, my son Horatio, who, when he does speak to me and I pick myself off the floor in like, oh my God. He even said to me today when we were doing some uh, food shopping, yes. he said, you taught me something really important. I said, yes, what is that? And I was thinking, oh, God, here we go. He goes, not to worry about the things that I cannot change. Wow. I know. There you go. See, they give you those little... Those little nuggets. And little stops, nuggets. Stops you from strangling them in the sleep. <laughs> yeah, he said, because he'd had a rugby game, he goes, oh, you taught me since I was a little kid that try not to stress about things that I cannot change the outcome. And I said... There we yeah. go. Yeah. 14 and a half years done. Yeah. I got a, I got a compliment. <laughs> Woohoo! So, uh, yes. So, okay, so we're overthinking things. And there's another thing just before we move on. We're not moving on. We're going to stick with this topic. Uh, if you're a podcast listener, which I assume you are because you're here, there's a podcast called The Well, and um, it's from the Mamma Mia Network, and we're still not being approached, and I haven't heard back from Mia Friedman yet about joining the Mamma Mia Ooh. Network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyway, it's called The Well, and there's a particular episode I want you to go and listen to. It's called The Age of 40 is Not a Deadline, It's Just the Beginning. And these two girls interview three just women who, like, have hit their 40s, mid-40s, and they thought, oh, shit, like, I haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. And then they realise it's only just the start. And, geez, it was a great listen. Yeah. It was, it was a really good listen. It was about, you know, being brave and getting into business and doing things that you mightn't have done. So if you're in your early 40s, mid-40s, 50s, whatever, there's still so much stuff to do. There is, but I think there can also be, that can also feel incredibly overwhelming. You have to get that to that point at your own. Sometimes yeah. it's a great day if I get up and I do a couple of hours work and I sit in the sun with a cup of tea and I ring a friend. You know, yeah. that's quite a nice day. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I am 
very, very privileged and aware that I get to do a job that I don't think is a job at all. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love doing this. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't want to sound smug because I know there are people who are having to get on the train, get the kids to school, you know, dealing yep. with marriages with parents who are, are ailing. But everyone's got their own thing. So, yeah. you can't really look and say, oh, that chick's got it all together because mm. you don't know that she's going home and her husband's yeah. a cockhead to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, and I think also there's other, um, like I've had some big just worries in the last couple of weeks just about friends and their health. Yeah. And, but the thing is, this is, I think the most crucial thing. Do not be afraid to say to a friend, I am having a really bad time. Now, sometimes your friends might not respond in the most best way. You've got to pick the right friend that you have that conversation <laughs> with. So if you have a friend that is going to tell you to, you know, chin up. Oh, you know, it's all in your mind. I remember a friend once said that to but me. But you're so lucky. You're, it's all in your mind. I'm like, of course it's in my fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, mind-fucking myself. Yeah. Just don't, just don't fester in it because the, the more, so the other day I actually put out an Insta story saying anxiety level code red and I wasn't going to do that. I was going to do an Insta story about me going out for a, a walk and <laughs> look at me first walk in a hundred years. And I just thought, no. no, I actually need to say I'm out of the house because I, I was not dealing. I'm not dealing and Mrs. Woog actually... I happened to be on the phone at that time. <laughs> she texted me and she said, are you okay? And I went, no, not really. And she just said, she said, what was it? Breathe six, in... Six, four, seven. Six, four, seven. Breathe in for six... Three knows for six seconds. seconds. Hold it in your lungs for four seconds. And then breathe out through your mouth for seven seconds and do it at least four times. It is like nature's Xanax. So I was walking along my street and I stopped in my tracks and I did the first one of that and I could feel my everything. I could feel the cortisol levels actually going, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Because I knew, I, I knew that I wasn't breathing properly. I knew that I was breathing really um, shallow, shallowly. That's not a word, is it? No, you were breathing. Yeah, because you have to deepen. Because when you're yeah. starting to get anxious, you breathe really shallow breaths. Yeah. And that is signal to your brain that you're in danger. Yeah. So the first thing you need to do is slow down those yeah. breaths. So I did that and I, um, and I walked, I mean, again, totally, totally um, blessed in where I live. I live on the beach and I went and, I, and it was a glorious Sydney day, another blessing live in Sydney um, where we just have the most ludicrously good weather. And I sat, oh, absolutely stunning. I walked up the stairs to the I walked up the stairs to the headland and I sat there and I did more of that breathing that Mrs. Woog had taught me. And then another dear friend of mine rang and I just sat on the top of that headland and chatted to her for twenty minutes and then walked home. And that was a big turning point. And then having that massive cry on Rob was the turning point. And I would have to say that the cheese pizza from Epic Pizza in Surrey Hills was also a turning point. But it's the thing when you are feeling in that panic and in that in that sort of the world is out to get me. Sometimes 
as trite as it sounds, it's better to move and move your brain because I can sit there now and, you know, as someone who's been going through this for a long time, I can sit there now and go, oh, right, this is starting to happen. Yeah. It's, this is bullshit. I'm not going to listen to you. I yeah. am not a failure. I am a decent person. Yeah. Uh, I do deserve the things that I have in life and my happiness. Yeah. So, you know, not, not today. Yeah. And sometimes every morning I have to get up and do that. Ooh. And the other thing that and, – and look, everyone varying degrees – and I'm in a good spot at the moment, so I can give out advice. The other thing I find really helpful is get up, make your bed, wash your face, make a cup of coffee, get dressed into something that's not Ugg boots and tracksuit pants, <laughs> yes. and get on with your day. Yeah. Because it really does do something. If you're sort of slobbing around yes. in your pyjamas all day, which I love to do that, like Saturdays and Saturdays, if I don't do that at least one day of the weekend, yeah. with the papers and coffees and, oh, it's just glorious, yeah. but not... Every, Every day. day. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I remember someone saying to me, it was probably my shrink, saying that when you are depressed or really in Blue. the grip of anxiety, the the things that are the hardest to, to do are the things you have to do. Mm-hmm. So things like you have to get out of the house. Yeah. You well, have, you just, you know, you you've have got to, to make a medical appointment. You have you to exercise. You have, like, an exercise, I mean, you just literally just walk around the block. And I am the worst at taking that advice. The worst. And then But this, you gave yourself advice. And this week. week I went for a walk three times. Yeah. And I haven't been walking for a very long time. And when you walk, it's important that you walk without your phone, not yep. listening to podcasts. If you're walking by yourself, just walk and yeah. look around you. Look yeah. at and smell things. And, and I know that sounds contrite and, like, fucking Sarah Wilson-ish. Yeah. But... It's so true because um, the more you have a phone and stuff, yeah. it's not good. I have a I have a saying of look up, mm. and unless you're walking in a dog shit area and oh, they look down, true, yes, or near telegraph poles, yes. or roads, or roads. So then you look down if you know that there's. But a dog no, shit you walk along and you look up and you just go, look at that sky, or look at that cloud, or oh my god, that tree is massive, or. That house is nice, you know. Like I've never seen that before. I've <laughs> yes, never noticed it before. Yes. So no, it is. And the other thing I'm going to say, it's really important to eat something. Like, do you know? In the morning, I'm not hungry. In the morning, I don't wake up ravenous. I don't want eggs on toast and shit. I have a banana. Yeah. And a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, and I get hungry later in the day, but you just put something in your stomach. And I find bananas. I don't know why, mm. but they're great. Quite, you know, they're good for you. And there's something mm. in them. I think is. Oh, they make me gag. Yeah, but you eat fucking chicken bug <laughs> eggs. We were just talking about this on the on the Facebook live uh, live chat, and Mrs. Wu doesn't eat eggs. Right. I mean, she'll eat them in things like like in a cake or something. I produce them like it's nobody's business. <laughs> so let's just wrap that up by saying we've got you're not alone. You're not yep. crazy. Yeah, all of us are doing the same thing. Your hormones are also going. Quite berserk at the moment. Yeah. You're dealing with teenage kids. You're dealing with a husband or a wasband yeah. who is either a monumental fuck yeah. or is going through a midlife crisis and is yeah. a bit of a dick anyway. Yeah. Um, lean in on your girlfriends, lean in on your sisters or, yeah. you know, lean in on us. We've got a whole group of women who are on that Facebook page and the conversations that go on are just... So beneficial yeah. to, to everyone. Yeah. So yeah. I just think it's really important to, and I hate this saying. Oh, I'm going to hate it too, but it's right, isn't it? Self care. Yeah. Not talking about masturbation. Well, that, that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> but what about poor girls 
dinner back in this week. I know. <laughs> Giving herself a bit of self-care. Bit of, bit of self-care. And she's, got, she's, uh, she's now not, she's on the anti-inflammatories <laughs> and a hot heat pack. She must have been having a good go at it. Oh, yeah. Good on you. Self-care things like... Uh, having a shower and having a long shower. But this shower. is the thing, like a self-care is as simple as that. Yeah. It's having a nice hot shower. A long hot shower, if I'm feeling a bit crappy, I like to have a long hot shower, I get out, I moisturise and I jump into bed with a book. Wow. That's self-care and yeah. it's free. Yeah. Yep. Self-care is making time to go and see a movie with a girlfriend that you always talk about doing but you never yep. do it. The other day I met up with three of my closest girlfriends. One of them's going through a bit of shitty time. We didn't want to be near people. We didn't want to be in a, yeah. co- in a cafe or a bar. Yeah. We just all bought rugs and pillows and um, baked goods. And yeah. we all just had a wallow for about two hours in a park. Oh, my God. I know. See? Look at that. And it can be done. And if you're in an area and you're feeling isolated, you're not because there's so many people where you live who feel exactly the same yeah. way. Yeah. So please look after yourselves. And if you are having a tough time, even if you think there aren't, there are people in your world who, who, care. who care. And who if you just sort of say, I'm not okay or I'm having a rough week... You know, sometimes even just saying it. Yeah. It's a relief. It's like, oh, fuck. Thank God. Now, I, now I've said it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's almost yeah. taking the, the top off the pimple. Yeah. Okay, bored now. Okay. Okay, we'll be back after this break. Yeah. And hello, welcome back to The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by me, Mrs. Woog from Woog's World, and my co-host. Uh, Mrs. Berry. From all-consuming, which I seem to have sort of slightly revived. Um, and what are you putting on there, girls? Um, I am putting on a little a little badge on my denim jacket that says "Staying Badass." Okay, so we got our first mail this week. I know. Because when you're an influencer, people send you things, and <laughs> they've taken they're their normally t- drawing <laughs> things like panty liners yes. or like peridental. I didn't, that's how we got the Moddy Bodies, wasn't it? That's how we got the Moddy Bodies. But this is a company called Jubbly Oomph, J-U-B-L-Y slash U-M-P-H dot com. Um, they're based in Melbourne and they just go, if you have a few minutes, go and check them out because they've got some cool stuff. I've got one that says barely functioning or something oh. like that. <laughs> I know. So thank you for joining us for the first half of the podcast where we delved in deep and talked about some pretty serious issues yes. in a light-hearted manner. But now, I've just realised we've got no notes for this one. Oh, God. That, no, that always ends badly. No, 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 because we can just grab it and I'll write notes. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So, let's talk about straight up on the list. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Um, Malcolm Turnbull, for cutting $1.9 billion from the public education system in Australia. Thoughts? <sighs> While topping up the coppers at Scotts and Shaw and Knox. The funding... Uh, Okay. And Cramble. And Cramble. <laughs> so we do have actually a guest in the studio. We do. We've got a live... Yes. Mrs. O'Neill has joined us and she's watching us from the bed um, because we're just testing out whether it would be an interesting thing to do a live podcast. Yes. 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 She says yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's on my list because I think... And there is a new um, campaign that launched recently called Fair Funding Now. I've... I've shared it on my Facebook page and I have reached out and said I want to work with you. Okay. Well, yes, I might like quite like to do that too. Um, now, on my list, mm-hmm. 
it's just this ongoing thing. I said it on Instagram the other day, and, I, and let me just say I'm really tackling the big issues here. But you know when people put a link, or you know how there's some sponsored posts and they're clothing shops, and they go, you know, shop now, and you click shop now, but it opens their web page within Instagram. So then if you press the wrong back button, you end up back at Instagram, not back on a page within their darling, website. Darling, darling, darling. With everything that's going I on know, in the world right but now. But it's, it's, it's that thing of like, the, it's the little bit by the little bit by the little bit. And it's the little bits like that. It's like, why can't I click on a link in Instagram and it opens it in, in Chrome or in Safari or, you know, whatever. It just irritates me. Um, the other thing that uh, irritates me has been when I get stressed and um, a little bit down, my snark factor reaches a point absolute favorite time to be around you by the way i know but my snark factor does get a little bit out of control so i went to a couple of events at sydney writers festival this week oh yes do tell us (laughs) okay so i normally don't go to the sydney writers festival because Because you're not normally a wanker Exactly, because I don't live in Balgaola, Mossman, Camaray, uh, Warunga. Uh, I don't wear straw hats. I don't wear Merrill shoes, particularly the red Mary Jane. What's that? Um, uh, Helen Kaminsky straw hats yes, and yes. bags? Yeah, I just don't, right? No. And I just, it's one of those things that I just go to this, like, I, well, I don't go um, because of this. That you just turn up and it's all white. Yeah. It is all privilege. Yeah. And I have real issues with that. What's the white pant ratio at an event? <gasps> oh my god! No. Do you know what was the what seemed to be the, the theme thing? this year was a bold geometric print pant. A legging? Not a legging, uh, but a like a um you know in that high waisted. Uh, yes, and with a zip on the side. Oh. Not a capri, like a full-length pant, but you know it's in that nice stretchy, not a ponty material, but it's in that. Yeah, elastic. There's a little bit cotton. of there's a little bit yeah. of viscose Ghost. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of geometric pant with just a crisp white shirt or just a a, a block colour shirt, mm-hmm. and I just sort of went along because you know hashtag not working, and I just. Okay, it just... Hand away from your mouth, darling, you get muffly. <sighs> it just, yeah. It, and so I had to be, I had to be really mindful of my spite. You're sounding very judgmental. Kim. Yeah, yeah. And this is what, and this is my thing, right? Because the more stressed I am... Do you want to put a photo of us on your Instagram account? Tell everyone to come into the hot mm-hmm. We'd be okay with that. Yeah, that's totally okay with that. We're fine with that. Um... And so, anyway, but the talks that I went to, I went to one with, excuse us, we're just <laughs> having a photo taken. Uh, I always feel so stupid when I go to things like that. No, I just... Because I use words that I don't understand. Oh, no. Was Eva Cox there? Oh, my God. Okay, hold that thought. Oh, I love her. Right, she's just, she is just a national treasure. Anyway, um, so the first one I went to... Oh, the first one I went to, I didn't go to because I arrived like early Hashtag to the venue. Um, 
<laughs> arrived early to the venue. Got our publicist in today. <laughs> uh, because I knew parking would be at a premium and, you know, and I then drove around for 40 minutes to try and find a park. So I missed the first half of the speech, by which point I went, fuck is all, and drove home. So I spent two hours in my car. And you've got the holy grail of car park thing. Yeah, I do. And so the next day I allowed even more time and the 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 event that I went to had Kate McClymont, who's Love. Australia's amazing investigative amazing journalist. Investigative journalist um, who we slagged off last episode. <laughs> um, Emma Alberici. Yeah, who's your new lesbian crush. Yes. Um, oh, Tracy. Tracy yeah, Spicer. Our friend Tracy. And, um, oh, goodness. Why has her name fallen out of my head? That's terrible. Oh, Marina Go. Oh, she's amazing. She's Marina Go. So Marina Go uh, has worked in publishing and media oh, for forever. She's so nice. She, well, she's lovely, but she actually said so that she has... Because she's on the board of like the rabbit, of the rabbitos or I one know. of the and what the flack that she copped oh, from she's so you know amazing. the old boys of yeah. rugby and she's so clever. and you know and she said of course they've turned that club around in three yeah. years she gets no accolade for that she just happens to be there but of course if it had all gone south it yeah, even it further south fault. than it was it would have been her fault and she actually said she's at one point tough in it as. yeah. She said she's now actually a board member for Seven Eleven. I did. After yeah, all, after, of, all after that everything, problem, she's it, gone in to clean it up. Which and she's dealing. And we so they were talking about um, women upbeat in media. And peppy, upbeat and peppy. Yeah, they were talking about women in the media. But the thing that was just awesome was they dealt with it with intelligence and humour and snark, and it was. Just fantastic, even though a lot of what they were talking about was just, you just wanted to beat your head to a pulp because we have so far to go. But Emma Alberici, oh my God, hilarious. Like so funny and snarky and whippet sort of humour. Fabulous. So that was that. And then I went and totally fangirled on Gareth Evans. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Gareth. So, Gareth has a new book out called The Incorrigible Optimist. And, you know, talking about. Straight up, I love it. Yeah, talking about foreign affairs and where we're at and and in the world, you know. Sounds like something my husband could have written. (laughs) And he was interviewed by Kerry O'Brien, so it was just old school. It was just. Proper. Yeah. Proper. And, you know. None of these shiny three buttons and a little. Whatever coming out the pocket. No, he just you know, and it made me yearn for the good old days. Gone. Of it's all about mummy bloggers with beige houses and Instagram models who keep getting my job. And it's all about popularism and no one holding their line. And anyway, so that was great. And so then I had his book and I went to get it signed afterwards. And when I was standing and he was going to, you know, he was signing it. And I said, I went, I wrote you a letter to see if I could come and work with you at the international crisis like group. And then I, um, and, uh, and he goes, Oh, what happened? And I just said, I said, oh, well, I sort of had a thousand children, so it's, you know, it sort of all went by the wayside, as did most of my career. And he was like, so what are you doing now? And I said, I'm an unemployed journalist. And he went, oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. That seems to be quite a common uh, quite a common profession these days. Someone came up to me the other day and said, my son wants to be a journalist. He wants to talk to you. I said, well, tell him not to talk to me. Don't be a journalist. <laughs> and then he said, so are you a true believer? And I went, oh, of course I'm a true believer. 
And then out of the shadows comes John Faulkner, another political powerhouse from those days. And he just looks like this dorky, like, he still looks like this just dorky uni student. Like, he's in a rugby jersey and, and ill-fitting pants. And I just go, John, and we're, I'm about to have a photo, you know. And John, come and, and he goes, what? Get it what? And I'm just going, no, no, come and get in the photo. And he's just like, and he goes, what photo? And I'm Lord like, Lord, no. No, it's so great. And so then I had a photo with him. It was so exciting. Lord, now. It was pretty good. Can I just say that, um, Hand that over. Our publicist asking us a question. I'll oh. hand that over to Kim. Uh, we are going to move on to the reader questions in a minute, but I will just touch on the fact that today in the Telegraph, they had a double page spread of Sydney's most eligible silver foxes, which was really? all of the old men in Sydney who had lots oh. of money and who were single, like John Singleton, oh, uh, John Laws. <laughs> But I found my new stepfather. Oh, God. Paul Keating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, and he's 70, 76, mum's 70. She's got no AM, Paul, if you haven't noticed. Um, she, she's <laughs> totally political. And I think I found my new stepfather. <laughs> Paul Keating. Who'd Paul have thought it? My God, can you imagine, like, how, like, you just want to take notes to dinner. Like, you know, <laughs> you have to do your research. And I would love to see mum and Paul Keating over the dinner table having a fight. I'm gonna follow that up because I think that could work. Okay, we're moving on to the hot flushes, uh, readers, questions. Uh this week. Mm. Kira, what? Wait. I went to another okay, this is my final Sydney Writers Festival thing. I oh, went God, last night. Up. I went last night and again it was Tracy Spicer and Erin Camone and um Jenna Haw Jenna War oh god, I can't remember her surname. Um Again, talking about um, Me Too, it's not a movement, it's a, it's a, it's not a moment, it's a movement. Um, so again, just quite remarkable. Mm -hmm. And then Eva Cox stood up at the end. Love her. You know, and I she love said, her. Yes. I walked her to car after a party and I kept saying, I just love you. I just love you. And she's like, get away from me. I'm going to activate my rape alarm. <laughs> she stood up at the end and basically said, amazing, you know, evening but we, we have still not spoken about the most important thing. There is, of course, we need to go out after these perpetrators of sexual assault and harassment. But, you know, we, what are we doing to educate boys and young men and any man that this is not okay? And it's like, yes. So anyway, that was, and that was all of that. Even though I was doing my whole, you know, like, there's another pair of Meryl Mary Janes. <laughs> Was you know, another Helen Kaminsky? <laughs> was it was actually fabulous. It was actually awesome. Great. Can but we now can we somehow can just we... diversify it? You know, get on the board. Why aren't you like running the show? That's oh. what you should be doing. Oh yeah, right. Okay, we're going to talk about some of our listeners' problems, and we're going to shoot through. We're not going to be able to get through all of them, but clearly, how do you respond to a ten-year-old that has to have the last word? He is breaking me. Let him have the last word. Let him have the last word. What do you think? Because if he's going to have to have it, just let him have it. Well, I, I just think it depends on what the last word is. Really. I think My it, last word would actually go, go and fuck yourself. Dude. Yeah. I would just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Felix, let him was, have it. Felix, was like, Felix was like that and I just think, oh, I can't remember Choose what battles, I said. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Let him Some, have the last Sometimes word. you have to call it and sometimes you just go, oh, fuck off, you little shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Janice wants to know the benefit of earplugs. 
They are so <laughs> underrated. Well, I, uh, my husband and I uh, sleep in separate bedrooms, so uh, that's not a problem for us because we are both super light sleepers. He goes to bed at like 5.30 after he's had his mashed potato and his corned beef. Um, and I stay up later. So Kelly is, oh, this is one that's trying to bloody roll me up. Kelly, why is it okay for your husband to closet himself away in his shed straight oh. after work until bedtime? Only coming in for five minutes to inhale his, inhale his dinner, leaving me with seven children to deal with. Just... I just can't like I, I I read that and just was like no was just like five people just no. wrote unacceptable 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 sorry what but but what was he why why did he do that like what did you say like I would have said to him what's going on dude like what what was that it's obviously chaos no but this is a like a repeating pattern of behavior yeah but that's what I mean you, you can't let that go you can't let that go through to the keeper you know, I would probably let that if I would let that go because my husband also has a man shed. I would let that go if he said to me, "I've had a bit of a shitty day. Yeah, I've got some stuff I'd really like to do. Yeah, would it be okay after dinner that I excuse myself and go and do it? Yeah, if I had prior warning, exactly, and it's the same with me. Yeah, I've had a shitty time. I don't want to do dinner or clean up or anything. Can you guys organise dinner tonight? Because after dinner, I'm going to excuse myself and go and have a bath. Yeah. Okay, this is one of the things I've learned since the family realignment. Use your words. Yeah. Use your words. Oh. No. It's not It's not new information. It's like, I didn't use my words. He didn't use his words. And, I mean, it sort of turned out for the better in our instance. But, like, seriously, you know. Okay, Steph has one here. This is funny. This week I had a dream where my mum and I had an argument and I was mad at her for two days about it. <laughs> She didn't know, luckily. The fuck is that, though? <laughs> Why can't we separate dream from reality when it comes to anger? Oh, Steph, I've got a story for you. Once I was having the best sex with George Clooney, and, <laughs> and Mr. Wig woke me up, and I was like, you have no idea how long I have waited to have sex with George Clooney, and now you've ruined it. I've had dreams where I've been, yeah, I've had a terrible dream that I've been angry at someone for days. But I've also had dreams, particularly when I was younger, like a teenager, where mum died and I was a mess until oh. I would finally cry and say, I had a dream and you died. Mm. Marin, so, Marin, I don't know. Our brains are very, very weird creatures. Marin Hodges, there should be a tax for stupid people. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> oh, Marin, how long have you got? The other day, Mr. Wig and I pulled up and we... <laughs> We were so rude enough just to not see the green light, the nanosecond it turned from oh. red, and we were abused in the car because we were singing along to a song, and yeah. Oh, our bartender's come back in. Oh, oh no, yeah, not me. I've got to drive. I'd like to say that my headache is almost gone. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's laughing. Laughing, it's, uh, well, it's laughing, it's Vegemite and cheese on crackers. That's what it is. Okay, Marnie wants to know, how, why does a hangover now last three days? <laughs> and what's the go with the day after anxiety? Oh, um, yeah, that's the that's the alcohol anxiety thing, yeah. the paranoia. Yeah. I used to get red wine paranoia. Well, I think it what it is is that you feel guilty because you've had a, a, too much wine and, you know, sometimes it's okay to have too much wine and <laughs> cheap wine. Um <laughs> Okay, there's some here that I think we're not actually qualified to answer. Oh, really? 
Okay, what's the follow-up to the son who got scammed on a recent online purchase? I hope there's a happy ending to that story. No, we 600 bucks down the gurgler. Um, I'm going to pass Jennifer's over onto you because she talks about... I don't know whether we, we are qualified to answer that one either. We're going to come back to you on that one after we've had a big think. Yeah. It's fabulous in this day and age, this is from Liz, that we can openly talk about mental health. Mr. 13 just had his latest brain fart that has been building for the past two years and now realise he needs help. It's been a long road and even though it's hard, I'm proud of him for realising he can't do it alone. Good things can come out of bad things. You're a great mum. Yeah. You're a great mum. Yeah. I um, One of my issues this week was this sense that the boys were seeing how stressed I was and how upset I was and that they would be worrying. And... Rob said to me, <laughs> she's sending me pictures of like happy faces. This is, this is good. Um, she said, he said to me, not all life lessons, uh, you can't give all life lessons to your kids with a bow, you know, like some of the life lessons are hard yeah. and you know, and everything's okay. There's still food on the table. There's still cuddles and kisses. Oh, I interest, introduced the boys to Monty Python this week. Always look on the bright side of life. Oh, whistlers, they're on the list. Um, Slow walkers. Oh, they're always on the list. Um, Now, uh, let me have a look. I think I actually might have even written some notes for for this episode. Have you bought anything fun lately? No. No. At nine o'clock this morning, Mr. Wu came in and said, I, I want to see you in 10 minutes out at the kitchen table to go through our quarterly budget meeting. Oh, Jesus. And I said, I've never wanted to rip clothes off you more so in my <laughs> life. And I said, you're fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> he goes, no. That is not a Sunday morning activity. I know. So Sunday morning, he thought it was a good idea to, yeah. No, I'm not happy about that, Mr. Wu. And, yeah. you know, you know, he's my second husband. I know. And he didn't get laid today. Oh, didn't I bet he didn't. Laid. He's very thin. I know, and I, I think the reason why I didn't get laid is I'm going to crush him like a twig. <laughs> oh, bugger off. You're as, you're as, you know. I'm tits on sticks, dude. Let's be honest. Tits on oh, so sticks. Are you. Yeah, same. Except I've, oh, my gut at the moment. Jesus. Okay, so um, I'm just going to, um, I've already come up with next podcast theme after reading through the hot flush, um, comments today next one we're going to talk about how to communicate as an adult with other adults because there's a lot of very pissed off housewives out well not housewives wives out there and partners out there whose husbands are well i'm not going to go through it now because we're trying to be jovial um but i am looking at these and a lot of them are really fucking angry with their partners (laughs) what are you looking forward to what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, um, I'm going in for day surgery, so I'm going under general anaesthetic, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm looking forward to spending three days on the couch legitimately with a happy smile on my face with people like you bringing me food because I'm yeah. having leg surgery in a few weeks. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's hilarious. Oh, I, she did say the lady at the Martyr Hospital, she goes, I can book in for two nights if you want a bit of a break. And I stupidly made a mistake. I said, no, I'll be fine. Whereas she said, 
later, when she rang back, she goes, most mums say, no thanks, but tell them that I am because I'm going to book into the QT for two nights. Oh, my afterwards. God. Like, I've got this whole thing wrong. I've got another friend of mine, Mrs. Finlay, who does the online shopping at Woolworths. Yeah. And at the end of every online shop, she throws in a $50 country road voucher. <laughs> she collects all her vouchers and then she goes shopping. Oh, we're doing this all wrong. I know. My <laughs> whole life is fucked. Uh, what am I What am I looking forward to? Oh, I don't know. Mrs. Berry, what are you looking forward to? Mrs. <laughs> Berry, some really exciting things coming up. She's been talking with some very interesting broadcasters about her future career and we have to give a shout out to a very good friend of ours uh, who we won't name because if it doesn't come off we won't speak to her ever again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but some very exciting prospects. You've got a couple of irons in the fire. I do. I do have a few irons in the fire and if any of them decide to come to fruition I will fall down and kiss their proverbial feet. And we will celebrate them. Oh my god. Will, will we celebrate? We will make t-shirts up. I am going to get some like <laughs> sky written Skywriters. Uh, next Saturday, I am doing a radio workshop with my local community college. I know this is so good because it benefits me and I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I know. And then the weekend after that, I'm going on a writer's retreat to um, Oh, down to Tasmania. Tasmania with our friend Maggie. Yes. Oh, that's going to be four wonderful. Da- four days. And yes, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I, can I just move on really quickly? Yes. We have to wrap this up. Yes. Hashtag every fucking night is yes. what we like to um, put on Instagram when we have to cook because we've got five boys, six boys between us and yes. we like to eat. Um, this week I discovered the joys that is a tray bake. Oh, I know. Okay. How good is a tray bake? Tray bake is the only way I'm cooking from now on. <laughs> so what you do is you get all whatever veggies you want, yeah. you know, stick them in the bottom and then whatever meat you want, stick it on the top, yeah. make up a dressing, just Google tray bake and stick it in the oven for an hour, pull yeah. it out. And I ate that like I'd never eaten before. <laughs> everyone else didn't like it. Oh, Mr. Wu liked it, of course, but everyone's like, eh, eh. and I'm like, this is the way we eat now. Yeah. We tray bake. It's, it's one. It's one dish. You know, one dish. it's all done. One knife, one chopping board. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that's the the sort of um, marinated sauce thing. Um. Oh, so so Mr. Woog just sent Mrs. Woog a message, a text, and it says, "Kebab, or are you having chicken?" Question mark. <laughs> Is he not the nicest person? See, now though? you've got to throw a leg over tonight, even do though we I made you do, do a budget meeting this morning. No. Uh, okay, current obsession. Have you got anything that you're completely obsessed about at the moment? Um, I'm obsessed with kindness. Yes, so am I. I'm obsessed with kindness. Yep. And I'm just watching people with, be yep. kind online, in real life, everywhere. It's really good. There's been a throwback, and I blame Trump, to kindness. Yes. Um, and people just looking out for each other. Mm. Friendship. Yeah. Friendship's mine. Friendship and kindness. Yep. Uh, anything that you want? Um, smaller boobs. Oh, okay. But I've decided not to do that because I, I had a look at the recovery. It's pretty painful yeah. and long, isn't and it? And you have to have stents out the side that drip out past and stuff. <laughs> and you know me. You know me. Oh, last 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Once there's a once you, oh, stent. That's a word that makes me gag. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you do want to send us free things, we are not the ABC, 
we can completely accept them. So yeah. again, thank you to this week's sponsor who didn't give us any money but gave us stuff. How do you say that? Jubbly oomph. Jubbly oomph? oomph.com. We really, really, really appreciate that. I've and just started following them on Instagram. I know. And how cool are their stuff? Their stuff is gorgeous. Their stuff. And next week, we are going to be talking about how to communicate with your partner so oh. you don't want to stab them in the neck. And uh, Aldi and Mr. Woog's current obsession. <laughs> Have you got anything you want to add before we say goodbye? Uh, and we are no. totally doing well, a live before. We'll we do that. a live before and we should do it uh, next Sunday so I can fill you in on the radio uh, workshop. Yeah, I think next, I think Sunday afternoons. Is Sunday afternoons, it's nice, it's isn't bag. it? Are you yeah. there on Sundays? Does that work for you? Yeah, because then they get it Monday mornings when they're going to work. All the diehards stay up. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. I, and, and Christine, you know, Lip. I'm going Can to we ha- say Christina Lip? What a I lovely know. girl. You I have to, um, but I will have to say that, um, you know, I'll do my best, but I've got to go home and feed the family first. I know, and I have to go and shred a chicken. Okay, thank you <laughs> not, for... Hashtag jo- not a euphemism. <laughs> thank you for joining us at the Hot Flush, uh, Series 2, Episode 9. Um, we've had a really good time. I hope you enjoyed it, and as Kim likes to say at the end of every episode... Just, just keep fucking. See ya!